0: This episode of The Student Spotlight is brought to you by... The L-
1: uh, ch- Real Estate... The Chocolate Oven Next... The Chocolate Oven Door Professional. That's pretty good. The Chocolate, <laughs> the chocolate Oven? Chocolate. No, no, no. It would be... No, uh No, the Next... The Little Dipper Professionals. No, no. The li- Little Dipper Door. Next... No, there we go. I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay. Next Little Dipper. The Sh- Next Little <laughs> Dipper. Should we try to
0: combine? Like, should we try to make this uh, like a three-way advertisement like don't do one at a time yeah yeah. yeah. try to like okay like seamlessly integrate here we go little oven pizza they make fantastic pizza yeah next door real estate they sell fantastic homes at great prices and have but your motivations
1: any, but not just like fantastic homes they provide fantastic service because exactly they're they're part of the community
0: and you know who else is part of the community the chocolate dipper and we have great news to you. They are a merger now. They all came together and <laughs> became one huge corporation. <laughs> yeah.
1: Jeez. Lo- I've never heard of a local business merger. Have, have you ever heard of one? Like, you get how, like, Amazon, like, buys up and soaks up giant, like, small businesses? Uh,
0: hmm.
1: Like, I've never, I've never... Has this happened? Heard... I've
0: never heard happened I don't Maybe, think. like, Rosari? Like,
1: the, the, Did the they car merge? dealership? Yeah, go ahead. Well, what would you guys say, Harley? These mics don't work. You still have to use this. Um... The uh, Supreme Court is actually suing the Chocolate Dipper, uh, Little Oven Pizza, and Extra Real Estate for becoming a monopoly and taking over (laughs) the United States.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Harley, for that news. Uh, Back to normal sponsorship (laughs) messages.
1: Yeah, no, but like, it seems like these three have nothing in common, right? One does pizza, the other does fundraising for for dessert products, and one buys, sells, and rents houses. Completely
0: Completely different. Completely
1: different, but... And you may think like, oh, my God, these, these are just unrelated. We just pick these like off the tree. It's just completely unrelated decisions, right? But no, these do have a theme, and we've said it time and time and time again. These three businesses are local, yes, community, sir. bedrocks. Oh, I like it. You see, yeah, you see tr- what I did nuts, there? Nice, yes. Yeah, yeah. Bedrocks of what it means to be a Mercedian. Is that what we're called, by the way, Mercedian? Oh, yes. Okay, good.
0: Actually, Harley's dad runs an Instagram page. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the Mercedian. the
1: Mercedian. Yep. Follow the Mercedian. <laughs> Follow the Mercedian at Mercedian at Instagram. <laughs>
0: and I guess with that, make sure to go eat some Little Oven Pizza. Buy a house. The, and go to the The Chocolate Dipper.
1: And maybe get, um, start a fundraiser with him. Is that, a, is that everything? I, I think so. All right, let's and start this The only this thing up. left to say is let's just get on with another episode of a very special <laughs> Student Spotlight. We are back again with another episode of The Student Spotlight. Today our guest is not even a guest.
0: Hello everyone. I
1: guess I'm the guest today. Oh my god, dude. That such a mind twist, such a it's such a big throwback. This is this is like when Darth Vader revealed that he was the father. Like this is so groundbreaking. Is it? I, I, no, it's not. It's really not. No, <laughs> this but, basically means we're too lazy to go find a guest. <laughs> so here I am. Well, no, and we'll mention this er, um, later through the discussion, but today's episode is has multiple purposes. Yes, yes, um, indeed. But first, I like you said, this is a very nostalgic moment because this exact moment, not exact, but this moment has occurred before in that Cal was a guest before. Well, long time ago very very long to time. advertise the uh, love of the A-push class exactly this was back at well actually you did do it so so you've been you've been a guest in season 1 2 and 3 because in season Whoa. one, yes, you were with Maddie Kane on an A Push Spotlight, and then Down to a Science, and you were not, you were a guest on Down to a Science, and now in season three, you have rec- returned on as Student Spotlight, student baby. Student Spotlight. This is great. So I think we owe our audience an explanation. Why why are we even doing this? I know. Why, prob- why are we even this, doing this? This
0: seems like we're being lazy, but we're really not.
1: Yeah, yeah. This seems like we we finally <laughs> ran out of content to do, and we're just trying to milk off everything possible. <laughs> but Which trust me, could be the truth. No, That's not, tomorrow.
0: Not. <laughs> that starts tomorrow. But this is our last original <laughs> yeah, this idea. Is, this is the last
1: <laughs> drip. This last squeeze of this content. <laughs> get, no, this I'm just Um No, but actually, and we were talking about this earlier, and you actually suggested this to me, Cal. Yes, I did. We were talking about your interests because there's a very important event that's coming up, and I'll tease it a little bit. If you ever heard of the organization of TED, uh, which stands for Technology, uh, Entertainment, and Design, I didn't know that before. I, I, I always, didn't know that I always thought it was technology. Uh, engineering and design
0: i didn't even know it stood for something i thought some guy named ted (laughs) created
1: this (laughs) yeah honestly yeah perhaps but like anyways the organization ted also has a sub affiliate organization called ted x which x stands for an independently organized event where community members such as myself and cal have the opportunity to bring a ted affiliated organization event to our local community and in this case we've gotten the license to start a TEDx event here at Merced High School, the very first of its kind. In the Merced County. In the Merced County. Uh, although I did, unfortunately, uh, get a spoiler that UC Merced has done one in previous years. But we are before them by a week, so... Yes. We're the first. Yeah, oh, no, actually, they did one last year. Like, the like two years before. I don't know, something like that. <sighs> they did. But, 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 but... That was college. But college, college. Right? Yeah, they it's have different. all the resources. We yeah. are we are doing something groundbreaking here, <laughs> I guess. But um, with coming with the, the events we need speakers. We need very specifically student speakers, because this is a youth event. We want to showcase student ideas and perspectives. And that comes with interviewing and finding students such as yourself to speak at this event. And the first thing that you said to me when I asked if you were willing to speak, is like, I got no idea what to talk about. Right. Yeah.
0: I can talk, but yeah, you can definitely talk talk
1: about. And we have 53 episodes to prove that you (laughs) (laughs) can talk. talk. Yeah. Um, but of course and, and see I, I said that I said this before to you um yesterday, right? The easy part is finding a topic and writing a speech, which sounds counterintuitive. The hard part is that almost unteachable thing of stage presence, of um, the actual interest of doing a talk. Like yeah. if you're not like you can have like the most beautiful speech in the world, but if you're unwilling to deliver it, then it's literally useless. It's saying yeah, yeah I know. So today's student spotlight is not only to, to To let our audience get to get to know you, yeah, okay, right. I I, wanna, feel like I feel
0: like we don't know each other, and we'll we'll do a David Chen one down the line. Well, I'm
1: sure. I'm sure that that's gonna be that's scheduled very soon. Yes, but, um, that. But also at the same time, while we're talking about this, we will maybe find something that's very interesting about you. Yes, and then explore it, and perhaps it will manifest itself as Into something speech, that's yeah. as, a, as a as a potential. And topic. I've never
0: really talked about my life story. This is the first yeah. time I've ever done something like that.
1: And like throughout all of our David and Cal shows, we've like like, touched up, like, skimmed the surface yeah. on multiple aspects. Usually
0: like, to just relate to a topic we're talking about. Right, right.
1: Like, like, we've mentioned that you have a brother. But we're we've mentioned.
0: never, like, surrounded an entire episode based about, upon a yeah. life story. Yeah.
1: Right, right, right. So, honestly, I'm super confident because I know that you can run with the conversation however you like. Sometimes with a guest, you're, you're, like, really pressured to, like, get good questions to pressure. Yeah. yeah, we're chilling. However you would like to start. Oh, how... However you would like to start. But okay. I would give you a starter question in that I think a very important aspect of your life has been discussed before, and that is your transition. Um, freshman, I'm, yes, freshman, freshman sophomore, freshman, too. Freshman, sophomore year.
0: And, uh, hi, okay, let's talk about that. Yeah, uh, I'll I just talk, I'll talk about how much I've cared about education, what it's done for me, mm-hmm. and uh, how I failed and then succeeded. Mm. So, in high school, uh, we'll just we'll just start in high school, and I actually think yeah. I'll work my way back. Uh, as a freshman, came into high school, and I did not care at all, not a single bit. And I think it's because I had a horrible experience in middle school.
1: Oh, that's a big... Okay. I
0: hated middle school with mm. all my heart. And then when I got into high school, I was already like beaten down, had no motivation. Yeah, all yeah. all I wanted to do was just uh, hang out with a group of friends that now have all been moved to a different high school due to their behavior. Sequoia. Really? Oh wow! Yeah, like I'm telling you, it wasn't it's just some like bad apples. It thing. wasn't like I just didn't do my homework, but I was just a loser in oh. general. Uh, and I, you know, what I mean, I was self-aware for some reason throughout that entire like, were you portion aware of my of life. The, the, the I was, yeah, of the I was family. aware, and I just kept telling myself that school meant nothing, and that grades mean nothing, and that you know what I mean. I just kept telling myself that, and I st- kept convincing myself that I was just wasting my time. Mm-hmm. So I still, you know, ended up with like a 2.9 GPA, which. It's nothing, I mean, it's like I think the global average for a man, is yeah, like that. yeah, and uh, it, it's really disappointing though because I think I'm someone with some good potential, especially in, like in the academic play, uh, field of things. Mm-hmm. And I just crumbled up and threw it away. And my parents are disappointed in me, a lot of my friends are disappointed in me, and I just lost sight of a lot of people that I knew in middle school that cared about their academics because, in all reality, if you don't care about your grades and You lose a portion of your friends. You know what I mean when you do things like uh, me and you didn't really even talk to each other. No, not really.
1: I think it was junior year that we really got to know each other. Yeah, actually, it was because even when we recorded the A Push podcast, I kind of barely knew you. Yeah, you know, someone. You know, it's like that transition between an acquaintance to a friend, right? Like that transition uh, zone. And it
0: was it was funny. I, I remember in middle school, me and you did know each other yes and weird, I, would, I would go in the library and we would talk about things yeah, yeah. i remember
1: on a previous I <laughs> you had like a literally a, a very weird specific, moment specific very weird memory yeah moment. i walked
0: in and i wanted to be like a marine biologist i think wow. that was seventh grade and then uh okay. by the time <laughs> freshman year rolled around i just didn't want to do anything i uh, my plans were to join the military and be like front line really Wait, yeah w- when was this uh is this middle school no, th-
1: this was freshman year. Freshman
0: year. Yes, and but in middle school, I wanted to be a marine biologist, and I was interested in the sciences, mm-hmm. and all that just, for some reason, and went away. Family. Yeah, completely faded away, and the easy option was, let's go in the military. You know what I mean? I don't have mm-hmm. to care about my grades. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do. You do, but... But not to the same degree as going to a four-year. Yeah, so, and, and you were pretty athletic as well. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, yeah, you know, a, t- a chance to... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Can't even think about it.
1: Yeah, but like, like, well, it, it fit your criteria. Exactly, exactly, yes. Right. Um,
0: so, yeah, I was just really disappointed in myself. In sophomore year, I started to improve a little bit. I got my GPA up a tiny bit, but I still, towards the end of the year, just completely declined. Mm-hmm.
1: How was your friend group, though? Did same. Did it change? Oh, no, it was the same. Oh, okay. Still the
0: same, and I uh, don't know why. Didn't really enjoy hanging out with these people whatsoever. Mm-hmm. There, there was uh, one friend in particular that I really did enjoy hanging out with, and he's a really genuine person. But the rest of the people I just really wanted to avoid. And uh, not really a specific moment in my life that changed all this, all these things. But uh, I guess it was uh, right at the end of sophomore year. One of the main things was there was a world history class called World History Advance. And there was regular world history. And I was stuck in the world history class. And then I said, okay, I kind of want to move a level up to the advanced. Why not? I don't know what even what pushed me to wanting to do that. I just always thought I was a smart person and I kind of fell out of place. So I was like, I'm going to ask Mr. Sandoval, and join the advanced class. And he said, yeah, that's fine. So I moved up. I had to, move my, had to move some things around in my schedule and then I finally made it in. And once I was in there, I was just like, I've been missing out on all these amazing people who actually care about life. Mm-hmm. Like they they want to see themselves succeed. And I was around, uh, Jaden Key is, for example, one of the people, Jackie Malausi and Mr. Sandoval in general was just like pushing us to care and learn things and use our brain. And I was like, okay, this is amazing. Have I really just been wasting all this time doing absolutely nothing?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So that really opened my eyes. You know what I mean? Seeing all these people. And I remember Jaden was like, I'm going to Stanford and all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, this sounds amazing. Like these people care. And I've always been one to care, but I just was surrounded by the wrong people. So, over sophomore summer, I started just cutting people off left and right. Mainly because they weren't granted admittance to the next year of Merced High. They were, you know, going You're to Sequoia. They were transferred. Sequoia right. High. Which just sucked. I was mm-hmm. like, okay. I can't hang out with people. If you go to Sequoia, mm-hmm. you got to kind of call it quits and just hope they improve as a person. Yeah. So, Junior came around. Called. I literally, for some reason, I still still, even though I knew the the great thing was to take these AP courses and be surrounded by these people who care, was like, I went into Miss Adishu's class, and I'm like, I'm going to have the easiest schedule possible. Uh-huh. And Miss Dishu was like, no, you're not. You're going to take these classes. Where I'm forcing you to take AP US History. I'm forcing you to take AP Physics. And you're taking them. Like, you're one of the smartest people I've, I've met. And you're really just going to sit here and take these courses. And I was like, you know what? Like, Screw it! I'll do the summer assignment. (laughs) I had to do it all in one night. Oh, oh my god! And it wasn't the funny thing was it was actually the bio summer assignment and the U.S. history summer assignment, which because I later
1: be the top. I would say two of the top three hardest summer assignments. Because I would say you would rank AP Calc as up there. Uh, A push is just a lot of. It's just so much. And then AP Bio is a lot of reading and and work. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) So they're they're up there. Yeah. So
0: I started at a one. Uh, and PM, and I finished at like uh, 1 a.m. 12 hours. Of- <laughs> I would say, yeah, 12 hours of grinding, but I finally got it done. And it was the last day of summer. So the next day of school was literally, I was hopping headfirst into these classes. And uh, AP Bio. Didn't really pan out that well, mainly because I didn't want my first AP class I ever took to be with a sub for the first half of the year. Yeah, yeah, that's understandable. So I was like...
1: That was just an unfortunate series of events. And
0: I probably would have taken it if uh, Lawson was there, but I was like, you know, I'm going to play it safe and do physics. And I think that's when me and you actually started coming into contact more heavily was because we were in the same physics class. And AP was history was a changing point in my life Uh it was one of the most impactful classes actually the most impactful class right behind world history that i've ever taken because mr pedrozo for some reason why i i don't know what it is but he just like makes me want to try and i you know what i mean he doesn't he doesn't explicitly say get your work done but you just do it out of respect
1: yeah let's talk about that how how does that even work would you say because obviously it's difficult to point out like exact motivation to yeah, do something? I, don't, I still don't what really... What about that class that, that made you care?
0: I think one of the main things is up until that point, every single class I've been in was shut up, take notes. And Pedrozo was like, all right, we're going to debate tomorrow. I've never done anything like that before up until that point was debate and argue about a topic. And if you know me, I love arguing. So I was just excited. You know what I mean? So I overprepared for this debate. And I think that first debate was a moment in which I just completely changed my attitude about school. I started caring a lot more. I was like, okay, I just love this. Like, you know, I would not only was I just studying, because, I mean, studying f- for a test, it's, it's not as motivating as studying to win an argument. So I studied and I literally learned I forgot what our first debate was. It was uh, Sons of Liberty, are they terrorists?
1: Oh, I remember, because, like, remember junior year, you would come up to me sometimes. And I would ask for and, your point and of a- view. Ask for, and, and, yeah, and we would literally strike up a debate right then and yes. there as well. I, I actually remember you mentioning something about terrorists. Yeah, I AP remember. Yes,
0: yeah, so I remember talking to you about it. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and I, I just went in there, debated, had a lot of fun with it, ran with it. And, I, like, after that moment, I would do my terms, like, the day of they were assigned, and knock them out as fast as possible. And I would start studying for the AP test as early as possible. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is coming from... I mean, that sounds like a normal thing that an AP student would do, but this is coming from someone who probably didn't do a single homework assignment his entire freshman year. And now I'm doing this work at a high level. I was really, for some reason, why well, I just motivated. Mm-hmm. So that also kind of starts my political activism too. As you know, me and you are politically active. And before that, I wasn't really too politically active.
1: I would also, i would probably describe it more as like politically aware. Politically, yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. I mean, we're not like going to protest, yeah, but and we <laughs> yeah, can't we, vote. So, but yeah. we are, we are aware, and we are very, aware. Yeah. yeah, keenly
1: aware of uh, at least like um, important topics. So right? it's not necessarily like, oh, we have to know every single bill that's currently passing through the Senate and House yeah, right yeah, yeah. now. But it's more of, um, and this is something that could potentially be your t- TED Talk about why and why not students care about politics. Ooh. Because, it, in all honesty, it every logical sense means that. Yes, you should care about politics because sure you can't vote yet, but just as like you learn English for four years, don't you shouldn't you learn politics for four years and then by the time you graduate, that's coincidentally the same exact time you can start to vote. Wow! And it's almost as if like the, the logic is just does not exist. And I get it; we do teach "quote unquote" politics in AP Gov, yes. that, but that's not and a, a push. But first of all, those classes aren't ubiquitous; not every student is taking them. Mm-hmm. And also, uh, I don't know, it just doesn't seem like it's emphasizing. Well, yeah,
0: I mean, like, the normal history class, you don't talk about a single uh, current event. You literally just hit the book, note it, test. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. nowhere is there anything about political awareness. You're just, and you're not even really learning about how the government works. I mean, you learn that there is a constitution, and you learn that there is, you know, the Declaration of Independence and all these things. Uh-huh. But you're not, yeah, until up until government, you don't really learn any of that.
1: Yeah, and to me, the perfect metaphor, in my opinion, is like a skeleton, right? You're reading the book, you're doing the notes, exactly. and, you, and you're building like a skeleton. But obviously, a skeleton cannot function without decent organs, muscles, tendons, ligaments, everything. And to be aware and to and to actually engage in thought-provoking discussion, that's the part that provides substance to your to your yeah, skeleton and definitely. makes you a real citizen, right? So o- honestly, I would say that's the best um best way to do it. When it comes through them. Yeah. And, and yeah. The more I'm thinking about it, like that's, that's honestly such an important topic that should be highlighted in like a talk. Agreed. Course. Cause it's, it's honestly frustrating. And we've, we've, I think activism or political activism has been a topic on the David and Cal show, the student spotlight, um, even the counselor's corner where I talked with some of the counselors. Um, I think we have plenty of content to come off of from, but most importantly, it's so true to you. Because political activism, and and I, I keep saying activism, political awareness even, kind of, and I don't want to, like, put words into your mouth, but, like, um, kind of brought you out from, from that hole that you dug. Agreed. Freshman and sophomore year. I, would,
0: I would say that is the driving force. Uh-huh.
1: I, and another thing that you've mentioned and, and, and talked about with me is, and something that I'm also frustrated about, is the idea of permanence in high school. What do I mean? So you weren't that academically... Uh, uh achievable yeah in freshman year mm-hmm. nor sophomore year but and just from witnessing you in junior year in a push uh, and, and you you got an a those classes right
0: yeah i got it an and i passed the ap test for uh history yeah
1: so obviously those those two i t- those two cows don't line up those freshmen not everyone can not not anyone can can get an a in a class that that difficult like mr perjosa's on top of it being ap and also pass the AP exam. So, but so like you have that potential, right? You have that innate student um, uh, achievement, mm-hmm. right? And we talked about this. And I don't really like the number. I don't really like measuring people's potential like this. But let's say student rank. Okay. Yeah. Right. You were highly achieved in your junior and senior year, right? But unfortunately, it was yeah, my freshman and sophomore years. I I've, I think
0: we've ranted about this. Uh, I think so. When okay. I was at your house, me and me and Jaden talked uh, yeah, about I it. Yeah, I
1: think we talked about that. Where and
0: uh, my <laughs> rank was like 270, uh, which I mean it's not uh, not a big deal, but 270 my freshman year and like 250 my sophomore, and then even though I turned around, got the 4.5 and uh,
1: yeah, 4.5, 2.9 to 4.5. Let's just keep in mind those these numbers here.
0: And right? my Class rank went up 100, and I was still like 125.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. So, and then like a random person who would look at your transcript by itself and and see the GPA, see the class rank by itself would seem like you're an average student, which by all aspects is incorrect assumption, right? So that's that's the bone I have to pick with school and at least how our school systems work. And not just across like a high school career, freshman or senior, even in the class if you were to bomb the first two tests for instance of the semester yeah you would most likely end up with a C guaranteed C or B depending yeah. on what type of classes it is, yeah. but in, like for instance a high level AP class you'd probably end up with like a B or B minus or C yeah. plus even um and uh, you can end up the semester knowing every single detail and acing the final. And I, I get it. Some teachers have that thing where if you ace the final.
0: Yeah, yeah. But let's say they don't have that but policy I actually, installed. Yeah, I think Not a lot do. do. A lot of are sticklers. I know that.
1: some, like, if you have an A in the class, you can skip the final. But I don't know of any of that. I know a
0: lot of AP teachers, if you pass, like, the, push, AP, a, exam, yeah, you a, can, the AP exam, you'll go up your
1: But even then, I don't, I don't think it's enough. Because the innate grading system, and honestly, this could be David and Cal show where we just talk about grading systems. It it doesn't forgive for mistakes. It really right? What if you bombed one test because that day, you know, something happened in your family or you were just off of it, right? And that's true to human nature that you will find mistakes. Like I've bombed tests as well. Thankfully though, and these are in rare situations where I was able to rep- remand that mistake, but if you couldn't, you were stuck, right? You were stuck with that horrible yeah. mark on your uh, on your grade and, and that's the that's mistake. And I wonder
0: what level I would have reached if I was given the extra motivation as in, your sophomore would and freshman year, I think I would agree. And I mean, that's another discussion is like, even if class rank matters, which it really doesn't. Yeah, but,
1: it's, it's a horrible metric. It, well, it's the same thing with GDP with countries, but that's a whole nother whole topic. But, <laughs> but yeah, go ahead, but you, yeah know you know
0: what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just really unfortunate. And I, I think one of the classic examples of these, and I already asked it. he doesn't care if we talk about it, but my friend Marcus Amador is one of the smartest people i've met in, in a really long time you know marcus right he's actually yes. on he's a yeah. he guest was on, he was on the podcast. Yeah, first yeah. episode right ever
1: yeah. i feel like there's so many people we can just say is that like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um.
0: yeah. He, uh he is one of the like examples that makes me the, the most angry because he is super smart so much smarter than i would say like and i mean smart is also another thing that's like is that even like a correct term to use
1: no it's not and dude i can go on a rant about that too but yes you're correct that's not a good as- Identity,
0: but he, he you know what I mean. But you know what I mean. As in smart. Like he's—he's—he's he's, he's aware. He—he's a, he's a very—he yeah. succeeds in his classes. He does these discussions. Yeah, but his class rank is three hundred ninety.
1: Uh huh. And
0: it's like that—that's a system that doesn't work. Obviously.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Really exactly. doesn't. It really does not. It's not a very forgiving system. Something that and and it's it's. it's really reminiscent to the idea of perfect attendance where you miss one and the whole thing falls to shreds right which i get it for perfect attendance or whatever but if it's a grade that affects your future in terms of if you're going to college or even like jobs and and all they will check your gpa sometimes yeah um so yeah like really instead what if like towards the end of the semester for instance a teacher would holistically view the student did he or she improve is he or she proficient yeah. at all the time? And topics. I used to disagree
0: with you on offering teachers trust to do that, but now I am fully on board to mm-hmm. give to te- to trust these teachers to, to evaluate these students.
1: Yeah, because because again, uh, you know, it's it's easy to blame the teacher, right? It's easy to blame the teacher. Oh, I did not get a good grade, but at the end of the day, if we like somehow were to do this holistic type of grading, um, yeah, there wouldn't be a case where a teacher would um, you know, hamstring a student because like a a vendetta or something like that. I I get what your concern is, but yeah. um, I think that concern is a much easier one to handle than we are leaving. W- literally hundreds of students are falling through the cracks of quote unquote GPA and class rank and yeah. you know grade proficiency. Um, and really like like for instance, if I I would I would speak for all of our audience today or whatever time you listen to this, but I would think if you've heard of any other David and Cal show. You would call Cal uh, someone who's attentive, someone who has extremely very interesting points of view and a very adapt, uh, adaptable way of expressing them. Flattered. And all those all those characteristics point to a very good student, except for his numbers, which exactly. is ridiculous, right? Yeah. So,
0: and I mean I'm not here to sob either. I don't actually care about you know what I mean. Uh-huh. It's, well, not, it's, it's not. It's
1: better to. I would say you are accepted of your situation yes yes like, yes
0: like, yeah yeah i mean i do care and luckily i'm not going to a four-year university so that's not okay. going to haunt me as much as it would if i was yeah. so you I were bet saved I, by your situation exactly if i bet if i was uh applying for college as my perspective on this i would be here yelling <laughs> into this mic about how unfair the system is yeah. but uh you know i was i was given a situation that that was uh much better than applying to a four-year in my situation
1: yeah yeah so i mean honestly we already have like two fantastic topics here when it comes to uh potential ideas yes one is being the politically active student yes right those those words honestly like don't even fit well in the mouth like i didn't even i didn't even uh i didn't realize that because remember how we did like a whole like literally like five episodes in a row
0: when i I laid everything out it makes sense
1: i definitely should yeah or alternatively you could perhaps um highlight or maybe you know itinerize your journey through high school and how that big transitional moment where you actually began to care. And why you cared was because, excuse me, you were finally engaged in discussion. And maybe you can extrapolate that to other students and say, ah. hey, I had this moment of epiphany, of euphoria for discussing with this other students. So every other class should incorporate that, should incorporate active you know, participation. And even in APUSH, which is naturally a very discussion-based class, I'm sure there were students who did not participate.
0: Obviously, right? yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So, currently, no system is, is, is efficient. So, we have to ask ourselves, is there an alternate way for us to make a classroom environment so that everyone who may be in your situation could find that moment of epiphany and change for the better? Honestly, I would I would fly miles to, to hear that talk. <laughs> Me too. No, seriously, I yeah, would. So, I, I would. think you have plenty of content. And I think, by itself... This was not even close to what Cal Slatten has done in his lifetime, and not even close to what your interests may be. What are
0: you talking about? This is exactly what I've done. Oh well, no no no! This we, is my whole life.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, like even we haven't even gotten close to your to your other interests outside of school, because so far this is just school, Cal Slatten. Yeah yeah yeah. Uh, we haven't even talked about your movie fascination, your fascination with uh with certain sports, your fascination with concerts, music tastes. Not even close, and I'm yeah. sure that's a big part of your identity and not even close to how your middle school experiences would like because so far <laughs> we kind school of, is awful we kind of hinted oh, at we, we at,
0: hit we hit high school so
1: we hit high school so maybe in the future we'll talk about it more but so far I think this is the perfect place to stop uh, Cal,
0: I think we accomplished what we came here for I, I think
1: we did and I hope our audience took more than one thing from this I'm super excited to hear what you have to uh, uh, say in the future and also I'm looking forward to see how you can interview me no, I'm kidding.
0: yeah I know I am excited to interview you and also uh, check your email for the uh, TEDx form, fill that out if you want to give a speech.
1: Yeah, so our students at Mercer High School, please look into becoming a speaker at our event. We are looking for anyone, everyone, all grades, all sizes. Y- you can come on and we'll interview you, and there's a process and everything. Please For too. our adults, uh, we do have a very limited amount of tickets available. Um, but if you are interested in attending, please reach out to us. So far, only via Twitter, or you can just come by yeah, wh- at the office and make an inquiry. Uh office at our high school our main office but other than that that's pretty much all we have for today's student spotlight thank you cal for of for course coming in as you always do because you're a host. of, our <laughs> of thank course you for coming in uh in please our...
0: have me back I, uh... <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah um and please uh check out our sponsors little Oven pizza sorry no next little dipper there we the go professionals <laughs>
0: professionals always tack it on at the end there we go uh
1: we'll see you guys in the future episode